0: What's happening, everybody, and welcome to this, another edition of the Dell and Keith show. I'm Derek Cameron, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Keith Anderson. Keith, how are you doing tonight, mate? You all right?
1: I'm good, mate. How are you?
0: Aye. All good, man. All good. All good. Just off the back of, um, obviously, watching Rangers earlier on this evening with a decent drawing Leon, you would say, even though it was a bit of a, you know, nothing game to play for, but still a good result, and you know, as well, and also on top of that as well, we've got Christmas coming up, and, you know, in terms of that, it's that's all good as well, mate, isn't it? And obviously, we're trying to stoke the Tories having another party as well, but everything's uh, <laughs> all good, mate. i
1: from invitation, to be honest. I was not going to stop anything. I was going to the party, but never mind. <laughs> Aye. next one. But how's things anyway, mate? You all right? I kind of complain, mate, as you say. Uh, decent result the night, decent... Decent performance in, in a lot of ways, I would say, and uh, I run up to Christmas. Um, can't wait to finish work really and, and really get into the the Christmas spirit and enjoy some time off. I can't wait, man.
0: Exactly, I'm the exact same. way. I cannot wait for it um, as well. Finishing up a, a week, so aye, it's, it's well, week and a bit high. It's looking, it's getting, it's getting close to Christmas, and obviously I've got the two vegans on the bit as well, so they are buzzing to see the oh, least hey, about. Oh, they must be buzzing, sack. man, for Santa. About Santa coming, so yeah, they're they're very excited. Um, so tonight, mate, we're gonna we're gonna have a chat about basically the the Geo train so far. Um, and just you know, just looking at the last few games obviously since the last time we've done the pod, obviously we've done one about Gerard leaving, just the initial reaction of it, and then we've done obviously we talked about Geo, and um, the last time and his his appointment and stuff like that, and since then obviously he's brought in some of his staff and stuff like that. So we're going to have a quick chat about that and then have a look at the, the games and basically everything. We're going to try and digest it in the next hour and then also have you look ahead to the festive period for Rangers and what we've got and what games we've got coming up as well and how important it is um, as well up until the, the winter break. So, yeah, Keith, so since, since obviously we spoke about that, I think the last time we were discussing it, we were talking about potentially some of the background staff and things like that. And that's all been, it looks like, it's pretty much done, maybe one or two, maybe another space there for someone else to come in. But he's basically um, bringing you know, Dave Voss as his number two and Roy McKay. I think Roy McKay was already in there as well. And these guys bring a wealth of experience and a wealth of class with them. Voss ran the Ajax Academy and Roy McKay speaks for himself. I know we did mention him the last time as well. Um, as well. So, first of all, would you make it then secondly, what do you make of the, you know, sort of saying that Gio eh, Van Bronckhorst has basically said now that Defoe is going to be more a player because we need him as a player rather than a coach? Obviously, he's still going to be doing his coaching with the kids and stuff like that, but maybe not as much with the first team.
1: Um, I, I mean, like you say, background staff taking shape, looking good, look, very exciting, right? You know, it's, it's easy for us to, to comment the, 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 the potential and the reputation in the game and, and the class of these guys. Is definitely there, proofs in the pudding, you know. Like, I mean, we've seen with Gerard coming in from under 18s and, and straight in, and it was like, we need to see what he's going to do. Um, Voss is coming in from obviously the Ajax Academy, one of the best and most famous in the world, but you know, it's, it's, it's different, so it uh, really exciting, I think. Um, we, we need to see how it goes, but it, it is. I you're saying a coaching experience wise in the entire group. There's there's maybe a, a bit lacking, but in general, um, you know, well, top level, first team coaching, sorry, um, apart from Geo, obviously uh, at final, and um, there's maybe a few wee gaps, but that's just exciting. I think I, I don't feel bad about it. I don't think it's a problem. Just like with Gerard, we never really felt it was going to be a massive problem. Probably a bigger problem with Gerard than it will be with these guys because obviously Geo is the head man and, and he does have the experience. So now, nah, man, yeah. really excited and looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, me too, me too. What do you make of the the JD situation?
1: Um, as well uh, it's it's a tricky one I, I would read into that I, I I don't know to me it just feels like I'm not interested in him as a coach was how I interpreted it I think you know we've got Roy McKay former striker Geo said he'll be working a lot with attackers I think that's a you know I'm bringing in my own guy so you're a player coach so just go back to being a player for now and we'll see what happens Um, that yeah. was my interpretation was Gio was just like uh, don't
0: know any I don't really need you as a coach. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's I think it'll be good because obviously he hasn't played a lot of football this year, and I don't know if that's been a factor on it because be obviously a lot of time we've seen him. He was in the studio in Sky for the, the Spurs <laughs> game on a Sunday. Aye. Why, why, you know, there, you know, particularly with the way that we were playing under Gerard, and you know, coming up to the end of Gerard's tenure at Rangers as well, we needed somebody like him who could bag in goals, and he's sitting in the studio in London. <laughs> but that was it
1: but, I mean the last two games Under Gerrard I think obviously We got ten goals Or whatever You know we, we ended, he ended ended strong But are you right I mean for a lot of the time we, we were There was spells Where we were struggling For goals for sure Yeah
0: And I think somebody like him Who is a natural goal scorer Could have been in there But I think it's I think it's good It shows you You know We, we do need another striker I think Obviously tonight Showed that You know We're not having you know, we did we didn't we didn't take Sakala with us, we didn't take Morelos with us, and obviously before is um, not in the European squad. So, you know, I think it shows you that we are depth we need to be the strikers. But we'll discuss that we'll discuss that a bit later on. So like I said, it's all, it's all exciting and I think everybody is definitely now all about the geo train, aren't they? Big time when you, when you think about it. Aye, I think that he, he came in with goodwill because
1: of First of all, his his time as a player was successful, and you know he was a nice guy, and he, he seemed to get it. And he spoke, and his time away, he spoke multiple times whenever asked, really, right, about his um, his affection for the club. So he was never too far from people's minds. And also because um, you know, despite him being a terrific player, he also has proven to be a decent coach, a good coach. He's won things at Feyenoord, you know, similar sort of style and and stuff like that. Uh, some of some of the parallels to us were. Maybe maybe not right now, but where we were not that long ago was 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 very similar, and certainly budget wise and all that. So I think he's um, you know he's proven himself to be a good coach. So there was there was a general buzz, and then we spoke about the backroom team and guys like Roy Mackay being announced quite quick helped as well. So no, he came in on you know on a wave of goodwill and hit the ground running. That's the good thing, you know that, that goodwill by a couple of games. But if you come in and you yep. did dog meat, you know for your first. Four or five games, people start to go. Uh, well, maybe not here. Um, but he's came in and he's undefeated in five, four wins and a, and a good draw away in uh, in Europe, at Lyon, which is not an easy place to go. Um, uh, despite yeah. our previous record, they being been pretty good. Um, so I think, I yeah, exactly. uh, you just need to you need to give him his due. Um, had some goodwill. He's made full use of it, full use of it. Um, and off to off to a really good start, I would say. And and. Uh, both in terms of results, but style as well, maybe hubs aside, and we'll, we'll talk about the games, but you know, there's, there's plenty to be excited about, I think.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think that's a good point to, to talk about the games, like you said. So, first game got off to um, tricky tie, an important tie as well to get us through in Europe. I think we played Sparta at Ibrox, you know, massive tie, you know, we had to win by two clear goals in order to get through. And we done that, you know, we'd done the job. We won 2 nothing that night um, as well through, you know, one of the goals was just absolutely, Morelos' second goal was just absolutely better. Wasn't the boy, I mean, it was perfect for where both me and you sit in the ground. You,
1: know, you see
0: the boy, you can understand what the boy was trying to do, play, play the ball over his head. He's sent a the half partner, but he just put it sweet as a nut right on Morelos's head. And he just had to nod it in the goal. And it was, you know, it was, that was us, i from from that game there as well, you seen you seen some small differences in the team as well. You know, he did mention that in his press conference as well. He was going to change the for he was going to change the formation and the tactics and stuff like that as well. But we'll we'll talk about it in a bit more. But that game, get a great start for him in terms of getting what he needed to do and get it through to the you know the next round of the Europa League.
1: Aye, I think the getting off a win, brilliant. Um, winning by two clear goals that we needed to, that secured you know the place that made tonight's Leon game a dead rubber. Um, secured second, brilliant. Um, main thing, clean sheet and scoring first. That yep. that was that was different. You know, we, we that was something we've now become accustomed to this season. Um, I think you know in the run up to that, it was like six or seven games or something like that in a row where we conceded first and usually with other teams first attack and usually inside like the first 10 minutes or less do you know what I mean so it was nice to keep a clean sheet for a full 90 minutes that that felt a bit alien to be honest so now nah, yeah. I mean you couldn't have asked for more really you know um, came out pretty dominant and you know, we'll, we'll probably talk about the tactics later but I thought we were we were worthy of the 2-0 um, certainly and I clean sheet through all the stuff every box ticked really I would have said
0: do you know do you know what else which made it nice about that night as well was it felt like Alan McGregor, I know the last time we saw him, maybe were a bit critical of him. But that that's all the point of these podcasts. You know, we're saying you know he, he he's hardly made a save, but from that game he made two very important saves toward the end and stuff, and it felt like McGregor of last season was back, you know, maybe just a wee bit of confidence boost and stuff like because, you know, he, he was conceding goals. Left, right, and have shot on target? I think have shot. Much. like the last seven shots yeah. on target? He faced were goals or something daft. Yeah, yeah. So I think having that back and you know the defence just seemed a lot more sturdy. You know and able. You know we had Balligan come. Balligan's played a few. Eh, sorry, not Balligan. Bassi, who we'll probably talk about later. He's had a great start to life under Gio. You know, playing centre half and he's been excellent. Pretty much in in most of the games, he's been he's been excellent. So that was a great start for us as well. Um, we spot her at home and then we moved on to Livy away which is always a tricky tie um, regardless of where you do it and um, again in the comfortable game that day coming out 3-1 winners there as well there seemed to be as well when you're thinking about the game there seemed to be more there was more talk about fans throwing snowballs and, than anything else during that game but it was a very comfortable performance just a shame he lose the goal when we did but it was it was it was comfortable, wasn't
1: it? Aye, ah, fast start at two 0 inside whatever it was 10-15 minutes or whatever, and you know like okay, Levy scored, and well maybe should have had another one before just before half time, but pretty yep. much everybody knows it two nil game's done. Yep,
0: yep. So so again, but also a very good comfortable performance there as well, yep. which is what we which is what we like to see, which is what we like to see because it has been a boggy it has been a bit of. A, I've only say sometimes for us. I remember going up there. Um, obviously, we couldn't go last season, but the season before that, we get beat up there. Um, we get beat there as well, which was it was never nice. So, so again, it was nice to see, it was nice to see that as well. And then um, after that game, we played we a midweek game against Hibs. Again, massive game after you know getting beaten the the semi final and also playing at Easter Road. What a what a horrible game of football it was to watch. So. Um, it's a really, really hard watch, but again, came out with a, You know, a penalty from Roof, and 100 uh, percent was a penalty. You know, there's all this. There was all this discussion at the time about it. 100 percent was a penalty, and it also couldn't have happened to a nicer person than Portis bringing them, uh, bringing down uh, Hadji as well. So I, But aye, I think but still the penalty. Like,
1: aye, aye, no, definitely, man. Like you say, dogged performance. Maybe he didn't deserve it. Maybe a draw would have been a fair result on the night, but. Who cares? It was him, so brilliant. Um, and it was Ryan Portis, was so even better. Um, but I I mean, the penalty chat. I think just just a quick moment on that. It's it's always a it always confuses me that debate. You know, when people go, "Ah, wasn't it a penalty? The referee gave it. So it was a penalty, it was a penalty. right? It doesn't matter what you think. The referee gave it. We scored that or missed it or whatever. It was a penalty because the referee said it was a penalty. You know, it's like you get a yellow card and you go, "I didn't think that was a yellow card. It doesn't matter what you think the referee said it was a yellow card and they gave you one. So deal with it. Um. That, that's the first thing, and then the other thing is, aye, I know, but it shouldn't be well again, you know, right to FIFA or UEFA or whatever and change the rules of the game. You know, like your opinion isn't the same, the rules, the rule, the referee's there to impose the rule, not to impose your opinion. So, yeah. I think some of these conversations just such a waste of energy, man. I don't know why people get bogged down in it It's crazy, aye, exactly, exactly.
0: Def gave it end of the day, it's apparently that's we it, aye, you know. Host of the books i going to show that we won and that's that, that's all that matters. One opinion matters yeah,
1: is the referee and they gave it, so that's it. Yep. Discussion over. Yep. And
0: it was I mean it was a horrible game, wasn't it? You watch? Oh it was tragic. It was amateur football, <laughs> wasn't
1: it? It was like watching was especially awesome. midweek. I mean, for people that had travelled there for that, it must have been like oh, I want my money back, man. Even with a win, it was uh, it was, uh, it was uh, it wasn't fun to watch. It was it was scrappy,
0: not a lot of quality. It wasn't a fun game? No, it was not. It was not. But like you said, we got the result and then we, you know, still still move on. Then the next game was um Dundee at home on Saturday. Um I I unfortunately missed the game. Um, but you, were you did you go to the game, Keith?
1: I met I, I I was there in my I, usual go. seat.
0: Yeah, yeah, so I, I unfortunately missed it. I was um I have um how do you say it, ripped the piss a wee bit over the last few weeks made nights <laughs> out and you know stuff like that, so I get made to go and see Santa with the with the kids. <laughs> um, so I had to I had to sacrifice going to the game um, in order to do that um, as well. But but said, you need to do that when you when you get when you get family. So but what did you make I, from what I seen for the game? Very very comfortable. Um, you know you, you expect it from, when you're playing. They disrespect them, but when you're playing Dundee at home, you expect it to be a comfortable day, don't you?
1: Uh I mean three 0 flattered them. I think. Their goalie was man of the match, and we should have done better. I think that's that's the thing. I mean, it's if you just watch the highlights, and you know, it's like could have been ten. You know, one of the games. It genuinely was one of the games where we could have been three or four up at the half, um, and had you know probably even more chances in the second half. Alfie should have had a hat trick. Aribo could have had a couple. You know, you take your pick. It was one of the, one of the days where. You know, everybody probably should have, should have scored at one point. So, now, nah, yeah. very, very good performance overall. Just that probably, you know, you're a wee bit like, especially one and a half time, you're like, oh man, this, this game should be over here and it's not. And sometimes in football, when that happens, the gods will punish you, you know, but obviously we go in the second half and then we score another two and you're feeling good. But you're just that wee bit. That was the only thing I, I felt. But no, nah, really good performance one of the best of the season, if not the best, um, and i uh, looking looking really good. Although, as you say, no disrespect, but it's Dundee at home, so what are you what are you expecting? Um, I think that was that was it. And I had the pantomime villain, obviously, as well. You know, Lee Griffiths are getting a hard time, which was I'm, which was
0: funny. I'm glad this, I'm glad I've seen that for um, social media. I was delighted that he got the reception that he deserves. I uh, so. there was, there
1: was a guy like just. Sitting down in down in front of me and off to the left. I don't I don't recognize him. Um, but maybe it's just he's normally quiet. But I, I don't know, man. I don't know if you know if, if there was some sort of personal thing. But he he was not happy. He was getting Lee like Griffiths at tight man as soon as he started warming up. And they you know like it's like so where we sit the away team warm up like. Complete other on the die, right? You can't get any further away, pretty much. And the guy yep. was showing abuse. I'm like, mate, any no chance he's hearing you? But he was just, you know, <laughs> bathe barrels, man. At full time, guy. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's some connection there. It seemed personal, man. For sure, it seemed like a guy knew him and really didn't like him, rather than just the average hatred. Uh, it was, it was funny, but it was vile, and it was, uh nah, it was, it was interesting. I think if anybody in Scottish
0: football, you could think of anybody that deserves it more than him, particularly, eyebrows. You know that's he, oh, he deserves aye. it. Full barrels for everything, um, everything that he's done in the past. With even not, not even you know, you know some of the stuff that's been you know that's been out there. But everything he's done at Ibrox, you know, like tiny scars to fucking posts and just being a general wee prick. You know, he aye. deserves it. Every, Snortles you know, and
1: whatever. Aye,
0: aye, he deserves you know flying fucking tricolours in the away end and stuff like that. He deserves everything that happens to him. So. I and um, I think he gets exactly. it apart from
1: probably two grounds, he'll get it everywhere he goes. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. maybe even maybe three, three grounds. I'll add Dundee, but even then you think like there must be people like, why do we sign him on loan? Do you know what I mean? There must be home fans that really kind of be bored with that guy. because so, 'cause they're not Aye. really that after him. But at Parkhead and and probably Easter Road he's not gonna to get too hard a time, but everywhere else, Tiny, Tiny would be a bit tight as well, right? You know, and that's quite yep. a small ground and quite close to the fans, you'll get pelters there. So like he'll get it everywhere. You know yourself. No, you, you play will. for Dumbarton and you're a you know you're a beast, you get
0: you get all sorts of grief, so he'll get it everywhere. I couldn't think of him as um, it happened to a nicer person. But okay. yeah comfortable comfortable performance um, against them and then it led us on to tonight in Leon um, as well, which was which was, you know, really good a, a really decent result I think. I think particularly the first half we played we played well, but I think the second half just showed, um, you know, how dogged we are in terms of, you know, our defense is a different animal now compared to a few weeks ago. And um, like we mentioned before, you know, getting the goal, you know, you can see the two goals were a bit, you know, were a bit of luck, you know, deflection, and then unfortunately Bassi putting into the net as well. But yeah, I'm I'm happy with the with the performance. You would take a, you would take a one each, and Leon
1: every day of the week, wouldn't you? Um,
0: before the
1: game, I, I, we would have taken a draw for sure. Um, you know, going away in Europe against a, a, a big team, a good team like that, you'll take you'll take anything. Um, and I think the way the, the group was as well, I know it sounds daft, but I wanted to finish ahead of Sparta. You know, like yeah. just, I, I didn't want to go through on the, the head-to-head record. I like that we had an extra point, that to me. I don't know, the head-to-head thing does really. I'm not that enamoured by it, you know. So the fact that we finished clear ahead of them meant, yeah. You know, just I don't know. For me, it was a wee added thing. So I wanted to definitely get something for the game, and I would have. I would have taken a draw. Um, I kind of felt like. Um, you know, the goal was coming and, like, we were, at, we, we could cause them problems all night. We didn't eat it for large spells, but you, you felt like when we went forward, we could, and I know they've scored a lot of goals and they won their five games, but they've conceded a few as well. You know, they went behind to, I think they went behind to Bronby and Sparta in, in some of the games, so, you know, they're no brilliant at the back, so we did feel like we could get to them, so I was hoping for a goal or two, but, you know, take, take the draw for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Um, As well, and it was obviously we had a, deal. A lot of changes in the team as well, considering, you know, the um, obviously it was technically nothing to play for as the bothies were, were through, but, you know, a lot of changes in the team as well. And it was, you know, it was nice to see. The only thing that I sort of, that, like I said earlier on, that was a wee bit concerning just shows you the lack of depth in the striking department and that we've got when you don't have, you know, Mirelos and Sakala didn't travel, Ruth was playing up front himself, and obviously JD was. So it was a bit of a, you know, it just shows you that maybe I don't know if it's you know, something that he's highlighted. Would he bring Iton back or would he would he go there and look for look for another striker in the market um in there as well. But yeah, it was a I thought it was a good a good result. I thought Big Bassey played it Certainly, Obviously he unfortunately had his his own goal, but I thought he was outstanding um in the game as well. And then also Borner the I think his defensive work was was excellent today. He seems to have sort of came on a bit more during the game. Was there anybody else that sort of stood out for you who played? Um, except well and then obviously we had, uh, you know, maybe a bit of an injury with Kamara coming off at half-time. Hopefully that's nothing serious. Um, and hopefully, you know, that isn't an injury. It's just a case of rest But them. Um, but, did anybody impress you when, you know, in terms of tonight's game, Keith?
1: I thought, I thought most people were decent. To be honest, I thought Goldson had a good game at the back as well. Um, yeah, maybe at the back four, Patterson, not so much. Um, he didn't have his best game, I don't think. But apart yeah. from that, the back four were fine. I thought uh, Lundstrom looked pretty assured and and did decent. Um, you know, Kent caused the the right back plenty of troubles. Maybe not quite working as hard as normal coming back, but maybe that's a you know, a change of role that we we might come on to talk about. But um, caused them problems. I thought most of the guys done it right. Ruth maybe didn't do a huge amount. Hadjid didn't do a huge amount. So there was wee bits. But um I thought right, again had flashes, not, not a huge amount. Um defensively looked a wee bit wee bit ropey, but he did cause some problems a few times going forward and obviously got the goal. So overall I would say there was nobody was, was terrible. Nobody was amazing. It it was kinda what it was, you know, it was a pretty decent performance, but when not you really expect him much because as you mentioned, it it was a dead rubber and both teams made Quite a bit of changes, but it's good for us to get, you know, get anything. You get some money and also some coefficient points. I know that you know that we keep talking about the, or oh, you win the league, you're straight into the Champions League. That's like ninety nine percent. It's not quite there yet, so you want to just keep racking up wee coefficient points to make sure that is the case. Uh, on the assumption we actually win the league, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So it was again. It was I was happy with the, happy with the performance and happy with the with
0: the result, and we just go in. Um, you know, Gio still still undefeated in there as well, so it's ah, that's a, so it's that's good. another good point. Yeah, eh? yeah, yeah. So he's, he still goes undefeated in there, like you said at the start. You know, five victories. Uh, so uh, four, five, five games. Sorry, four victories and a draw. Yep. You take that all day long, wouldn't you? Consider you know everything that he, you know in terms of the the start he had, obviously with the with the Hibbs Cup semi final, which was a massive disappointment, like you mentioned before, in there as well. So yeah, it's, it's so far so good Um, in terms of in terms of Geo um, and then obviously we're going to have a like I said a wee look ahead to the next few games which is quite quite a big you know quite a big talking point that we've got but let's have a chat about the the squad Keith now and just sort of some of the some of the changes that he's you know just sort of small changes you know some of them forced through injury and stuff like that as well but just the way that the, he's played a few people one of the guys I wanted to talk about at the start obviously was um, was Calvin Bass I mentioned him there as well and you know he sort of came in because of injury. You know Hollander's out. You know Balligan's injured, and he's come in, and he's, you know, he's took his place um, in terms of anybody coming in. The only person I would really, you know, would you, the only person I'd really drop him for the now is when Hollander comes back. But even then, you know, he might struggle to get into the team because he's playing so well. I and mean, the um, put a good partnership together.
1: I know. I mean, got to, got to give the kid credit. You know, he's he's definitely played well. Um, the last few games i think for me if, if Phil's fit then you know you, you absolutely have to start him he's still our best defender um but bassi has got the attributes you know he's he's big he's strong he's fast um all that stuff so he's definitely got the attributes that, that you're looking for full of potential I, I think he still has to still has to develop and there's it's all good doing it for four or five games or doing it for 45 games do you know what i mean it's a it's a different animal so um and, and i dare say we'll He'll get he'll get caught out at times. That one with Dembele's through the night, for example, and probably should do a lot better. Bassi plays on one side, and you know you're thinking, okay, that's 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 a learning. And from there on, he, he pretty much had Dembele in his pocket. To be fair, I don't I didn't think Dembele did much tonight in the Lyon game, but you know there was just that wee moment where you will get the odds oh, he's maybe went to sleep there, or he's he's been too minds to go or to stay or whatever. Um, so there, there's still bits for him to learn, but now he's he's done really well, I think. Um. Playing out of position is where he gets he gets the extra credit. Um, so no, nah, no, nah, the, the kids done brilliant under Gio, and he looks way more assured. We've seen him a couple of times at centre half under the previous regime, and he didn't look he didn't look great, you know. And um, was it was it Sparta? Was it the other game when Goldson was injured, wasn't it? And and it was Bassi yeah. and Balagin at centre half, and Bassi didn't look great walking. at all. So yeah, yeah, there's a few times he's played there
0: as well with it last season, and he looked a bit. He looked a wee bit ropey and stuff like that, but fair so play, yep. he's come in and he's, you know, he's done he's done very well um, mm-hmm. in there. So there was a, there was a couple of other ones that um, one of the guys that you you mentioned when we spoke um, off where as well as the you know the sort of resurgence, almost if you would like it, a Scotty Arfield, um, you know, we didn't get a lot of playing time. You know, at the end of Gerard's time, you know, through injury and you know just the way that Gerard played and stuff like that, but he sort of came in, and he took his chances, and I like. I mean, we mentioned this as well, both of us are big Scott Arfield fans because of what he brings to the team. You know, that sort of hard-hitting but also that attacking nature that he's got as well in there as well. So it's great to see him back as well, isn't it? Aye,
1: ah, he does he does something different. You know, like you say, there's, there's the hard-working side and the tough tackling and he likes the physical side. So does Lindstrom. Kamara's good at that. Aribo's getting stronger. You know, so there's a few The few guys who will, will do that. But, but Arfield does something that that no one else does really. That we play in there, um, in the in the mid midfield three, or you know, as a six and eight or a ten, whatever. And that's like he's he's good at getting beyond. He's he's the biggest goal threat I think we've got for midfield. And I know Rebo's posting better numbers this year. And maybe he's gonna maybe he's gonna go beyond that. But I still think like if you if you play them all, like you know, you can't do that. But the same amount of games or every game or whatever you would want to call it. I would still be saying Arfield's going to get as many goals as anybody from midfield for me. And and um, I think that that it's those late runs, do you know what I mean? It's that intelligence, he's uh, his, his movement to find the spaces, he's, he's really good at it. Um, and he's he's got a few goals under Geo and a, maybe an assist or whatever. You know, so no, definitely, like you say, both Scotty Arfield fans. Good to see him back and, and good to see him posting some some numbers because that's what it's all about, really, you know, if if we're looking for that. And that's something that Geo does. You talk about how he uses players. He is going to be a wee bit more attacking from the midfield and Scotty's been a beneficial of that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I'm I'm really happy. When I see Scotty RC on my team, I know I'm getting somebody with a bit of none of the rest of them, but a, a bit more dig. And I don't I don't mean that in a bad way, but just something a wee bit different than what the rest of them the rest of them offer um as well. So I like that when we're playing him and also if we're playing him in a six, it shows that we're going to you know, we're going to go a wee bit more attacking, like you said, so I think I, having him back in the squad is, you know, back in the team, and I regular basis is great for us. Um, yep. there's, there's two guys that I also pretty much want to talk about, and then and just in case there's anybody else that I've missed, you want to talk about Keith, but the other two are sort of guys who seem to be like the, they his favourites, it seems like already, um, and for, for, for good reason as well, one of them is Joe Aribo, who I think has started great, and also, but the reason he started, I mean, he's having a fantastic season. But he's sort of changed. He's changed the way he's changed the way he plays. You know, he's more like a an eight. You know, you would see you would most of the time when Gio's playing him, he's playing him as a ten. Sometimes he's played him out wide in the wing. But yeah, he seems to he seems to have sort of he's, he's been fantastic since since he came in. Basically, and another one that seems to be a favourite is is Hadji um, as well. Hadji sort of playing out in the wing, but. Again, I don't think he's fast enough to point the wing. I think he's more suited to being a ten, but he's pretty much played every game since he since he came in as well. Um what do you make of it, two and how they've
1: performed, Keith? Yeah, I, I think even even before Gio came in, I would say Aribo's probably been a player of the year um yeah. so far. Um, anyway, so you know, credit credit to him for that first and foremost. But but since Gio came in, yes, I think we just touched on it with Arfield about Gio being a bit more Attacking than than Gerard, um, and I think that that has uh, probably benefited Aribo as much as anybody. Especially playing the playing the three, there's an extra slot there basically, so there's more chance Aribo's going to get a game, or he's going to get a game further forward or whatever. Um, so he's he's been doing that, and like you say, the playing him as a ten mostly, I so it seems to be Kent on the left, Aribo on a ten, Hagi on the right. But what what. Um, the, the players are encouraged to do, I think, or what they've done in every game anyway, is they've rotated. You know, so all mm-hmm. of a sudden, Hadji's on the left, Kent's in the middle, and Erebus on the right. They're, they're doing a bit of, you know, doing a bit of movement, a bit of rotation within that, which we would see a little bit under under Gerard. But I, I don't think, you know, the latterly we've seen it as much. But right away, you know, you're you're noticing the difference. And I'm with you. For me, Hadji is is not a, really a winger. I mean, he can play there, um, and I think his performances. The night maybe not so much, you know. There's there's been the, the odd game, uh, and then Hibs probably not so much, maybe. But um, you know, there's games where he's he's get. I think overall he's probably been better than he's getting credit for. I think he's getting a lot of criticism for some Rangers fans now, know, but you know, he's he's still creating stuff. Um, and maybe it's just a case of you know Gio sees something, and he'll he'll need some time to adapt to really being that sort of winger that Gio's looking for. I don't know, but i you. I think the pace kills him. You know, he's getting trickery to beat the man. But he can't then go past them. Do you know what I mean? So he's got yeah. to beat him again, or they need support that the pace kills it. Whereas in the ten, you know, he, he would he'd get away with that. Whereas Aribo does have the pace, so you could play Aribo on the wing, and you could have had you in the ten. I think that probably would be better suited to them individually. But you know, if Geo thinks that Aribo is the best ten we've got, then fair enough.
0: Yeah, exactly. Who are we
1: arguing? Mate? <laughs> <laughs> they're they're both good day. for me. They're both good tens, and I like to say, who, who are we arguing? It's up to the management team. You know.
0: Yep, exactly, exactly. So, is there is there anybody else that you sort of want to bring up or highlight during this time that you know? Do you think's going on a wee bit? You know, like Morelos has added back goals back to his game again, which is great to see. Is there anybody else that you or else, you know like fashion who sort of came in and um, done very well during this time as well? I think. Um, I would
1: well. say but I think
0: everybody's sort of been everybody's been spot on, haven't they? You know.
1: Ah, I mean we've we've had four wins and a draw against a good side away in Europe. So like you say, I mean it's a small data set um, and there's nobody you'd point to go, oh, he's been dug meat during the period. Um I would say Alfie's shown shown flashes of, of having the old Buffalo back. I thought um the first game at Sparta at, at home I he looked like he looked like the Buffalo and then his goal at the weekend against Dundee, you know, but again there's some flashes of um looking like cabbie asked. so you know take your pick. Um, but for me, probably the only other one that I would I would call it mainly would be would be Bonner. I think Bonner's shown um, you know a bit of a resurgence if we're, if we're going with that, and certainly um, shown he's he's actually a good defender when he's not asked to be a winger um, as well. He's he's actually a pretty decent defender. Still doesn't he stop enough crosses for me, and probably that played a, a slight factor in the goal of the night. But um, he definitely is a better defender than you might have thought for his time under Gerrard, and. I think you mentioned it at the start when you said uh, about McGregor. We feel like we get the old McGregor back, or whatever. You could say that about quite a few of them. They look re-energized and reinvigorated, and like they're hungry and passionate and enjoying it again. Whereas before it was all kind of like uh, same shit, different day. That's how it felt under Gerard. It doesn't feel like that anymore for quite probably probably the bulk of them. I would say. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. I think that's a really good, a really good point. You know, we've got some of the older players back that we, you know, that we feel like we had last season you know, the performance-wise, so it's, uh, it's definitely a massive, massive improvement and nice to see, because I don't know, I mean, it's, it's weird we're talking about, you know, Gerard like it was Oden and Gloom, you know, we won the league last year, we're top of the league by four points now, so it wasn't Oden and Gloom, it's just the performances weren't what we, you know, weren't up to the standard that they, sh- that they should have been, but it feels like now the performances are starting of getting back together with these sort of quite subtle changes that he's made, you know, and then some of them are bigger changes, you know. Like one of the things we're going to talk about next is the formation, you know, and stuff like that, and how we sort of how he's done that as well. So yeah, it's it's all positive. But let's let's go into the formation, Keith, and how he's how he sort of changed that up now as well. So you know, in terms of the back four, that sort of stays the same. But however, he now goes with a a four two three one, um, which was you could you could maybe say they were playing that to an extent under Gerrard, but it's just different. You get know, two holding midfielders. Now, two basically number sixes you would say, and and you know in terms of the 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 free that you would say of the attacking midfielders, they are now classed as wingers, which is which is I think that's one thing that we've always wanted to see guys like Ryan Kent running down the wing rather than sort of playing a ten, um, as well. So subtle changes in there, Keith. But what do you make of the the formation changes? And I think it sort of it shows with the results and the you know the defence that we've. You know, one goal against Levy, one goal tonight, and the goal tonight was a, you know, was an own goal. You know, you could say be you know, a deflection in there. Um, it sort of showed up the defence, hasn't
1: it? Yeah, I, I think the, not committing the fullbacks too far forward, um, is is uh, is helping. Like you mentioned the Bonner, um, you know, definitely. And we were get teams were scoring a lot from us from exploiting that space. Do you know what I mean? Just they know that Bonner and are playing high up, we basically play like a, a 2 1 6, do you know what I mean? Whatever it is, yeah. 1 or something, you know, because they're, they're that high up that they're, you know, they're up beyond your Camaras and Davis's and all that in the midfield. So people were exploiting that space and scoring goals against us, and we're not conceding those goals. Okay, again, small subset, but a uh, small data set, but you know, we've not conceded those goals. So I think that definitely we're seeing, you know, we're seeing benefits of it going going back. And then if you have got like you said, Kent, who's an actual winger, being an actual winger, then that's where our creativity is coming from. Hopefully, we'll start to see more goals from these guys. And we have Aribo's getting about the goals a bit more. The um, other thing that the, the patterns of play that we used to do was everything would pretty much start from from Tav or or, or Bonard on the other side, but more often than not, Tav down the right hand side. Whereas now what we're doing is more playing through the middle and then you know wide higher up the park playing through the middle and then to Kent or Wright or Hadji or whoever it is Um, and that's when you're seeing guys like whoever's playing in the 10 Arfield getting a couple of goals Arebo getting a couple of goals do you know what I mean we're we're seeing more of that um, which which will do as well because I think you know earlier on in the season we were almost into the realms of well you know if we get goals out of Alfie or something, then then awesome. And if we don't, then we're struggling. Whereas now we're we're seeing a wee bit more diversity in our goals. I think starting to come back into the team, which is great.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know that's a that's a big point. You know, last season one of the things that we had was all these guys scoring different goals. Definitely. You know, so so again, that's only that's only a good thing as well. And like you mentioned, you know there as well. It's just subtle tactical changes as well, which makes it seem so much so much so much more fluid as well. I noticed that a lot. The team seems to be a lot more fluid minus the Hibs game I would say. But everybody Aye. had a bad day that day. Um, as well. It seems to be just a lot more cohesive in there as well, which is, you know, it's 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 well well overdue considering, you know, the the start of the season, how you know, we were winning but it was it just wasn't comfortable winning, was it? Until no. maybe the last maybe the last two games of Gerard's Gerard's like you said, we was it ten goals we scored in during that time, but I mean, right. that was that was really it, you know. Until then, you know it was, but it seems like we are just a bit more fluid, um, and everything that we're doing. You know, I'm, I'm so happy that obviously, the defense is back together. Cause that was one thing that was a real there for most people. You know, the fact that we were picking every game we were golden before uh, we started. Before we started, keen he everybody he'd start, and I think yeah. the other thing
1: that. From, from, like, say, defensively, brilliant. The other thing that we probably should mention from an attacking point of view as well is doing that three. You know, the four-two-three-one. The three forces, whoever the one is, and it's usually been Alfie to be given us more depth. I mean, how how often was Alfie coming so deep? You know, coming so so short for the ball. He was he was looking for the dropping into midfield and the ball in the corner. Whereas now, you know, we're sending him right. Go and sit in the last defender. Go and be in between the sticks you know, go and be at centre-forward. You're in the centre and you're right-forward. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's different than, than than maybe what he was playing. Like, I felt we were playing with three tens, really, you know, because it was like the the wingers were, were pinching in and being narrow. But Alfie was playing more like a nine-and-a-half or a ten, you know, rather than a a, a nine, a goal scorer, a centre-forward. Whereas it seems like Gio and the team are going to want it maybe further forward and right in the middle of the goal, which, on, uh, uh, kind of to the surprise of no one unsurprisingly um, is where he'll
0: get his goals yeah exactly exactly I'm, I'm, I was I was really pleased actually when they said that you know I want my strikers to be to be strikers you know, you know that's what that, that, that's what he's there for and that's what he done last season that's where he got all his goals from and how deadly he was you know from that so that was that was just a a refreshing I mean I can understand Gerard's philosophy and how he, how he wanted to do it here and stuff like that but it's just nice to see the Alfie or whoever's playing up front, you know, whether it's Ruth or Defoe, um Sakala, you know, stay up there, be the nine, don't come deep for the ball. You know, you stay up mm-hmm. there letting, that's the midfielders' jobs so, or you know, the attacking midfielders. That's their jobs. I you, will come
1: to you. Don't come and yeah, get
0: it. Yep, yeah, exactly. So so mm-hmm. that was, that's been that's been really refreshing and then also having, you know, someone with the you know Roy McKay in there as mm-hmm. well. to sort of, you know, you know, these strikers, are just going to feed up. I mean, I know that you would have fed it off, off of a Defoe, who's a you know fantastic striker um, as well. But you know, having someone like him there is just going to benefit these guys as well. It's it's, it's great. It's I mean, I'm so happy you know that they're there. I, I think that
1: that's and I mean,
0: Defoe, great striker.
1: I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot to learn for Defoe I'm sure Defoe can teach Roy McKay things about being a striker right because that, that's, the, that's the level of player that he he was and is in the career he's had but the other side of that is he's still a player whereas Roy McKay has been focusing on coaching for a couple of years you know what Roy McKay I would imagine is a, is a better coach than, than Defoe is and Defoe might be there in five years or whatever but you know that, that's the thing is it's you know uh, okay you know, you're good at doing what you do, I'm good at doing what I do. Doesn't it mean that I'm gonna be good at what you do or you're gonna be good at what I do. You know, they're different jobs. Um yep. and Roy McKay's had more experience and all that sort of stuff. So having him in a bit there as well as DeFoe, he'll know he'll he'll have a different view on things because everybody's different. And also he's got more coaching experience. You know, he did his badges longer ago. He's been he's been on the training pitch for longer. He'll have better ways of getting that across to players rather than thinking
0: like a player. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And one of the comments which was which was brilliant, you heard that, you know, when he said to, he said to Kent, mm-hmm. you know, tri- tricks are for the circus, play it yep. simple. You know, I don't know whether, you know, somebody like that and Kent would like that, but, you know, it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant to hear, you know, like saying that, you know, your stuff's all well and good, but, you know, simple ball works as well, you know, and it's, you know, I, I, I think stuff like that's great. It's um, well, maybe just obviously it's the new coach try put his mark out there with the attackers and stuff like that as well but he obviously you know he must see something and go look we don't need to you want to be so fancy all the time you know just make it simple and do your job effectively But
1: I think that's what they've done though like all over the park they've simplified it so you know we mentioned it fullbacks. you don't need to be um, a winger and a fullback. and in this scenario you're here and in that scenario you're there and uh, you don't do this and you don't interact with that guy and you don't go be a fullback. Nice and simple, right? Kent, you're a winger. Go and be a winger. Go and beat the man, get to the byline, put in pause, cut inside and get shot somewhere across the way. Go and go and just cause trouble. Aribo Arfield, you're a ten. Go and float about and find pockets and causing problems. Alfie, you're a centre forward, go and smash him through the middle and go and get goals. Do you know what I mean? Like it uh, Kamara, you're a six, go and win the ball back and start attacks. It's it's simple everywhere rather than people having complex jobs. Kent you're an inside Inverted winger right So sometimes you're There being wide But a lot of the time We want you coming inside But when you get the ball Inside go outside And you know And then bring the guy inside That gets space for that To go beyond And get the cross in And you know like, like what Oh this is complicated man It just seems like They've simplified it Across the park I don't think it's any coincidence That that's what he's telling Kent Is keep it simple When they've just come in And went just go be a winger Just go and yep. get wide And take get one on ones And beat the guy And do something cool You know like yeah. I, I, I think they've simplified it
0: yeah, definitely, and it's it's working. <laughs> it's working, obviously, as well, so uh, it's great, obviously. Everything so far has been fantastic, and then we'll just have a, have a wee look ahead to what's up over this festive period, mate, because there is quite a few games coming up, so it's, it's, it's I've got a,
1: a question for you, if you don't mind, before I, we move on. Just, ah, yeah, just course, just course, what do you think of Gio's subs? His use been, of subs, I should say, sorry. They've been
0: interested, haven't they? They've been interested in some of the some of the substitutions like tonight you know I can understand some of them tonight you know maybe you know like you bring on the if for talk to so hasn't really had a sniff and stuff like that but yeah it's been some of them have been weird and fantastic I think it's you know it's, it's never going to be um, the Hibs game with the substitutions I don't think um, but I um, it's been some of them have been pretty weird what do you think of them?
1: I know I, I think overall they've been good but you're right there's a wee bit of a mixed bag like he brought Lundstrom on at, at kind of like a centre-half place, almost. Played um, centre-half against
0: Hibs. Yeah, he showed up.
1: So. Um, But then, he, he brings on uh, Sakala, who scores uh, against Livy, the, the, the third goal, to kill it with 10 minutes to go. Brilliant. He brings on Arfield and Roof, who, for me, changed the game at Hibs and Arfield's movement caused them problems and, and then, much. you know, Roof scores the penalty. You know, stuff like that where you think, you know, he's... he's uh, he's doing all right, you know, like, he's he subs, subs uh, as you say, like, the, the lunchtime one, the ones the night, you kind of take a pinch of salt, you know, he's, he's yeah. trying to get guys game time, and, and all that, thought a Rebo done well when he came on, Arfield looked like he was, he was, he was going to cause him problems, Bakuna looked a bit lost for the first five minutes or so, and then started to find his feet, and had the ball up a wee bit better, and get some nice touches, so, you know, that not, not all good, but, I like that he's, like, okay, let's show the game up, You you're quite defensive, Going in there and just stand in front of the two centre halves and clear everything to buggery, you know. Again, simple jobs, but he's no shy in doing something different, something unorthodox. And then when he's been making attacking subs, they've been getting results. I think they've been adding value and you know bringing bringing goals or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I've I've been I've liked these, you know, most these substitutions with it. Said it. well, I wouldn't even mean, say with
0: reception. I think some of them have been. Up there, but like you said, you know, like Lundstrom coming on, coming on against, um, coming on against. Uh, Hib, sorry, he was just coming on basically to show up the defence. Aye, I don't uh, mind that. Well, I don't mind that it either. I, it's pragmatism. Yep, yeah, it's good. I like Aye. it. So yeah, um, I was happy with that one when I seen it, when I seen that coming on because it just shows it up. Whereas, I suppose. You know,
1: sorry, me On you go, on you go. Just
0: think. say, you know. When you were thinking looking back at if, if that was the same situation with we Gerard at the helm, you know, what would we have done? What would we have done then? Would you would have probably just kept things as is, um, and hope for the best.
1: But that's that's just that's exactly it. I he's rather than just being like, Oh, we'll go like for like or we'll just try and see it out, it's getting the fresh legs on, it's getting the fresh bodies on. And it's something he did mention before. I think it was in his 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 kind of announcement, you know, meeting the press sort of thing. Or it might have been one of his interviews, but he'd he said changing systems in game. You know, he's no shy to go, let's see this one out by going three to back or let's you know what I mean? Like he's 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 gonna do that and I, I don't mind that. I think that's that's good because sometimes, you know, it's horses for courses, you need to just call it slightly different as you're watching things unfold and yeah. maybe settling, one all up. Okay, five minutes to go, let's not concede and we're fine here. You know, that's all we need to do. Focus on yeah. that part of the job. Like I don't I don't mind that.
0: No, I don't mind that either. I'm quite happy with it. Um, as well. You know, it sort of shows you that. And then Lundstrom Dunny's he was on the he was on the media press pack yesterday asking questions. And one of the questions get asked like that, you know, do you mind playing and is that not a will play anywhere the manager asked me? You know, which is what you what you hear obviously, it's great mm-hmm. to hear that. But yeah, you know, just to get a game of football and I think he's you know, he's a defensive minded midfielder. So play, throwing him on for the last five, ten minutes at centre half isn't going to phase him, you know, with the experience he's got as well in this. I've liked it. Um, as well, it's, it's more methodical, isn't it? And he's thinking, and, you know, you know like you're know, you obviously going to compare him to, to the previous manager, but it seems to be a bit more methodical thinking in terms of that, because sometimes Gerard was always, it was too late at times for him when he, when he brought on a lot of substitutions, wasn't it? You know, I,
1: it was like, he, he was hesitant and he was uh, cautious and, you know, he was, he was a bit rigid, like not necessarily going to change that much, whereas Geo's, I don't think he's any of those things. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely, mate. So yeah, been it's been it's been good so far. I guess we've obviously got a bit of a scar tissue from the cup semi final when you see some of those substitutions that. Oh, you know, that the, was the, 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 the staff made that day. <laughs> was, I, I know playing
1: rock paper scissors in the back for a laugh and just um, whatever. Do you know what I mean? We lost? So I don't know what happened.
0: <laughs> it was it was mate, but let's talk about the. The games ahead then, just before they just before they finish up then, because we've got a busy, Bye. busy festive period coming up now as well. So we've got Hearts away on Sunday, which is another massive tricky game. Um, St Johnston at home, um, on the Saturday Dundee United at home. Uh, sorry, that was St Johnston at home in the midweek. Dundee United at home next Saturday. St Mirren at home on Boxing Day, and then Aberdeen on the twenty ninth, and then Celtic away on the second before the break. That's a
1: tricky. That's a tricky run of games. Obviously, we get three at home, three away. Um, big, big games, big games. Aye, I mean, the three away. I mean, our last away game in the league was Hibs. Next away games Hearts, then Aberdeen, then Celtic. That doesn't get any harder than that. So, like a tough run of away games. Um, in the middle, you know, you you'd say that that has to be three. very, Very, it is three very winnable, you know, games know yeah. those three games. So, aye, a big game, and that was a good thing about the night being a dead rubber. That was the other one of the other benefits of getting the two 0 against Sparta, as you go and rest players, and you know, like you say, leave some guys at home that can then go full and fresh. It's been Thursday night, and then it's travel, and then your lunchtime kick off on the Sunday. You know, it's no, it's no ideal. So, um, I think that, that the benefit of that is you know getting get these guys rested. So, writing a big tough game. That's the main one. Going one in Sunday, then we're sitting nicely looking at those three home games, and then it's a it's a totally different prospect. Do you know what I mean? If you go and win the next four, and you're like, okay, we will get Aberdeen Celtic away, but you're going in, in a really good spot. So I think Sunday's the Sunday's the big one for me because you lose yep. that and you reset. You know, it's two steps forward, one step back. But you win that, and then you look at these home games and you think right, we really should be winning those. It, 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 you, you really build up ahead of steam going into those two tough away fixtures, but. It's Christmas, but are close together, it's it's big derbies, it kind of takes care of itself Um, and the, the kind of break, the week break up until Boxing Day game and all could be quite helpful for us, you know, just recharge, bit of training, bit of new tactics and just help the, the management team get their ideas across, continue to improve and, and change things in their direction. I don't know man, It, it for me it, Sunday's a big one, it all kind of hinges on Sunday, that that, that could be um, a massive one for us, would you think?
0: Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. I think Sunday's are it's a it's obviously another springboard into this really busy,
1: busy
0: period we've got, but it's a important game as well. Um it's it's very important because obviously we're we are, we, are, we are playing first and then Celtic are playing later on in the afternoon. Um that day as well. So goes we could go seven points clear again, which is just another wee added incentive, I think, you know, like we done um, you know, last week, you know, people mm-hmm. we that wee bit step ahead. Um, it goes well, but yeah, it's a massive game as well. And Hearts are a Hearts are a you know dogged team. They're a you know they're a good team. Um, you know they came to Ivox and got got a draw off us. Um, you know a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, it's a it's going to be, going to be a hard game, but it's a massive it's a massive game. I love how you know like social media. You know when I was saying to you before this as well, people. You know the tweets I was seen was, you know. Keys Barcelona and then the next round we'll scud them, but and then the next week I'm, I'm nervous about Sunday, you know. That's, so it's it's brilliant. I think that's just the nature of football fans as well. Though no, it's funny when you're like know, I'm shit myself about shit myself about going to Time Castle, but we'll go to the Burnaby and then. them You know, it's, it's it's funny. It's the nature of nature of football fans is great. Ah uh, the delusion of
1: football fans and and how. The game in February is easily and easy to win but the game tomorrow is difficult no matter who you're playing against. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, uh, it's funny man. But nice. you're right Tiny's a tough place to go. Um, It'll be a tough game. Personally I, I know they got a draw but that was a bit of a mugging. That should have been 4 or 5 yeah. nil when they scored that. That should have been a late consolation goal for me. But you know going away from home a different prospect. You're starting nil now, Um, Crowd are going to be right up for it. So it's always tough. It's always a tough out. So aye big game man. Big game. Yeah.
0: Big, big game and then like you said the three games at home against St Johnston, Dundee United and St Mirren you know you know you would like to think that we're we should win them you know obviously no disrespect from, them but you know with the champions at the end of the day then we've got two very very tricky games you know on the 29th um, we've got Aberdeen away and then on the second we go to we go to you know Parkhead to play them so it's going to be a massive, massive run. And then obviously we stopped for the stopped for the break there as well. I mean I guess if you you know see if see if you came out of that, Keith, just for argument, see, see if you came out of that still four points ahead, would you be would you be happy with that? Um I d I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean nah,
1: nah. I guess I, that I mean, means I, if we,
0: if we came out of that with four points ahead, we'd have to drop point somewhere. I, I wouldn't points. I wouldn't be unhappy,
1: but I wouldn't be happy either. Like, you know, that that's all right. Um, but for me, I want to at least match them and then until the second and then go and beat them and be seven points clear. You know, like oh, yeah. that that that's it. I mean, that means that like you say, we've dropped points somewhere. Either we've we've made points up and then they've beat us or, you know, we've dropped them along the way or whatever, you know, and I I like to think that um, we can match them at least until the second, and we're talking about. Our ho- I, I've no idea what their schedules like, right? So I, I'm not going to Aye, try and guess. Sorry, but so I I. If we've got three home games, that means they get three away games in a row. You know what yeah. I mean? And they've got a cup final, which is an extra game that we don't have. You know, that's added into their schedule somewhere. Maybe, maybe there's a league game that's postponed to next year. I, again, I don't know what their no, schedule's it like. Hasn't.
0: I'm sure it hasn't. I'm sure they've
1: got to play the game they, midweek or something. Like that.
0: They've got one more game than us. Aye, um, in December.
1: So, so there you go, right? So you, they've got that. So it's an opportunity for us as well. They've got three home games in a row, three away games in a row, sorry. Maybe that's going to be difficult for them. And then they've got us to play. And I know, like, you know, they're on an annual resurgence point, 2.0 or whatever. They've, 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 they've had a bit of form or whatever. But again, we can, we could. They're, you know, they're, they're not necessarily playing the best of the best. Um, so let's see. And I mean, yeah, OK, it might be building a bit of confidence. I think see if we can match them until the second go to Shark Head and get a victory, then with the, how does a confidence go? Your record against us is honking. Um, you know, what does that do for the title challenge? I think that, that, that would be a real big test for them. So as an opportunity for us in the next five, six, six games, um, I'd like us to come out of that seven points clear at
0: least. Yeah, yeah, big time. Big time, that'd be a fantastic place. Then I'd be happy. Aye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a... It's a, you know, it's just another I guess at this point i get, all all the team need to do is just take each game as it comes, don't they? Oh you know, right, just it's one at a time game. for them, eh? Yeah, one at a time. You know, the same as we done last season when we were going towards the, the title, one game at a time, keep doing what we need to do, and I think they'll I think they'll get there. Um I do and I'm constant in this team now. I feel like you know, the defence has showed up. Obviously we've got guys like Big Big Hollander back in. Um, over the next couple of weeks as well which will be he's been he's been missed so it'll be great to see him back in the team um, Aye. as well even though big Black said earlier on I was praising I was praising Bass I think he's done a fantastic job but yeah it'd be nice to see um, him come back in and you know get in, a, get in amongst it again which would be nice really nice to see And I think um, Balligan's
1: back as well which you, I mean whether you're going to start him ahead of Bassie or your nose is it's neither here nor there. It's options, right? You know, Bassi and, and Golton are all we've had for the last five games since Gil came in. So, having Balogun there, if somebody's tired or injured or suspended that right, you know, we need options. So, um, it's good to get Balogun back. And then, obviously, Hollander's our best defender for me. So, it'd be brilliant to get him back.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely, mate. So, I I think that's a, a good place to, to call it, mate. Like I said, it's, it's really exciting. You know, coming up to Christmas period, we've got all these games ahead of his, as well you know, three games in a row at Ibrox, particularly over Christmas, is never a bad thing as well, so we can no. go, for a, go for a few pints as well and enjoy aye. it. Um, and we've got Monday's draw to look forward to, me, remember? Of course, I we've look at the draw. Um, quickly, who do
1: you want? Barca would be my first choice and then second choice, as, as discussed before, would be Dortmund and get to see big Haaland in the flesh, I'm sure it's It'd be terrifying, and maybe maybe they'll sell him in January and in that of the window. Who knows, right? Football's football, but as as things currently stand, I give me a glamour tie man. Give Barca, um, send Gio back to a former club against a former teammate, and um, if not, then Dortmund. I would say. What about you? Aye, I would. I would. I think I would. I would like a big tie. You know, I would. I would love to see
0: Dortmund in the flesh as well. But I think all the games are going to be, you know, regardless who we get. There's no easy teams, as there? There isn't. I mean, people are like these. You know. Sheriff But I mean they beat, they beat Madrid In the Bernabeu
1: You know They're no the mugs I know Guy Sheriff As if you're playing Against Dumbarton Or some pub team It's it's like you said that, That's a team That went and Won in the Bernabeu And did they know Like Did they no beat Inter at home In their first game and all Something Absolutely like crazy good, Like that like, Yeah they had that, aye. The, so,
0: they, they had they had a really Good
1: campaign You know aye. A really good campaign Definitely so, man So no aye. No easy aye, teams I'd love, I'd
0: love to see a, a, I would like to see A team that we haven't Seen at Ibrox before you know, so like True. Dortmund
1: or Well, know, I mean we've seen like...
0: Dortmund and Sorry but I've not seen, seen Dortmund for a while, you know that the, ah, yeah. the last time we seen him there. So and obviously see someone like Harlan, but yeah, bring on, man, bring on Monday's draw. But I yeah, so we'll be we'll be back probably, you know, next next week or so just to discuss some of the games and then again looking ahead to see how we've done um over that as well. So I until then, guys, thank you very much for listening and Keith. Always a pleasure, buddy. And um, I'll speak to you soon.
1: Right. Cheers, mate. It's been brilliant. Thanks. And uh, take care.
0: Yes, you too. Speak to you later. Cheers, guys. Cheers, mate.